Um, I know um, I became a Christian one on a, for me there was a very there was a very particular moment in my life where uh, I was confronted with the gospel and the reality of Christ and I knew I had to surrender to him and I went to my first Bible study four days later having read through the New Testament twice I was halfway through the Old Testament and um, we had this most amazing Bible study and at the end they said if you could ask God one thing what would it be and I said I want him to make me an evangelist so if I could ask him one thing that's what it would be so would he pray that for me now the reason why I'm saying that was that six years later um, coming to the end of um, my doctoral research, which was on something called systemic risk to financial markets, which I'm sure will be fascinating for all of you for me to go into great depth in at this point. Um, and that was in uh, 96, uh, ni ni yeah, 95, 96, and I was feeling pretty depressed because the conclusion of my research was that there was gonna be a big collapse of the Western financial system, and I've had a lot of invitations from banks recently. And um, uh, this guy, Ravi Zacharias, rang me up and he said, uh, we think God's calling you into this kind of ministry, and if that's right, then would you like to join us? Uh, now, you would think, given the first part of the story I shared with you, my, I would say, well, this is an obvious decision, and the answer is yes. It was not an easy decision. Now, my wife, who, generally speaking, is far more godly, righteous, and holy than I am, um, she felt the answer to this was very simple, but for me, it threw me into a tailspin. And I know I, I spoke to countless leaders. I, everywhere I went to, I, asked, I talked with people, I asked them to pray with me. Um, and uh, four months later, I was preaching at a conference in Eastern Europe. Uh, uh, and um, I'd gone as a delegate and then somehow got roped into preaching. And so, uh, and one person said to me, what are you thinking of doing next? And I said, actually, I have this big wrestle, and here it is. And I said, either I could go possibly into banking, or I could go into academia, you know, or I've got this other offer on the table. I don't know which one to do. And I said, it's not a question of obedience. If God would just send me a post-it note, dear Michael, do this, leave it on the fridge, and when I woke up in the morning, then that's it. And they just said, well, um, we really need Christians in banking. So my suggestion is, you're very young, you're only 20 25, why don't you say no to this offer? And so um, that morning I talked with the person and I thought, okay, that makes a lot of sense. That's what I'll do. I didn't tell anyone what I was going to do. Uh, I went into my room that led to that day and I ran a bath and I got into it and I broke down into tears and I cried for three hours. Now, I don't know if you've ever cried to the point where you've run out of tears. It's actually very, very painful. Um, but I just couldn't stop myself crying and all I knew was that day I had made the single worst decision of my whole life and otherwise I got it wrong and God instantly basically said that's not the right answer why don't you try again <laughs> and the words woe to me if I do not preach the gospel took on a totally different meaning for me at that point and so I think the advice I, I would give is, I think there's something that happens in the process of wrestling with that kind of decision, no matter where it is, whatever the field may be, whatever it may look like, and you must wrestle with the Lord in prayer. You must, as I say, wrestle with godly people around you in prayer. 
because there will come a time when you will either be tempted away from that calling or it will become hard and if you don't at that point know exactly what it is that you should be doing the temptation can be to walk away and that's why I think actually there are so few you know evangelists in the field because at times when I think when it gets hard they think well look, there's something easier to do and they go and do something else so whatever that calling is I'll say you must wrestle with it I was four years into doing what I'm doing and I met with this financial group and they said Michael we're really interested in your research we'll pay you thirty thousand dollars a day if you'll come and work for us now that's the kind of money that gets you to rethink your calling and um, you know um, I mean that was at that point that was I was making barely $30,000 a year, so $30,000 a day it seemed, I mean, that was a significant pay rise. So I went home and I told my wife, I said, Anne, look, I met with this group and uh, I had my chief, the, my, my deputy in the ministry with me at this lunchtime meeting and I said, here's the offer, what do you think? So we started praying about it and I think we prayed for 20 seconds and then we both fell about laughing. And we just stopped praying and I said, this is, I know I'm not called to this, I'm, I'm called to what I'm doing now. So um, my suggestion to you would be you, you, you must, it's going to be hard. No matter where God has called you, no matter where he's placed you, there's going to be a time it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult. The temptation will be to walk away or you'll be tempted by something else. And at that point, you also need to know the certainty to what you have been called that you're in obedience to God. Um, and so I think you have to go through that, that wrestling process. And so don't expect it to be easy. I think it's very really easy I think there's that moment that where you have to to know that actually this is what it is and this is what it means now he may change that in 10 years time that's fine I think it needs to be clear and I, I think so many of us drift into things now my belief in the sovereignty of God is such is that a lot I think you know God's more interested to get us into the right place than we are in obeying him but there is a difference between being in the right place and knowing you're in the right place and being in the right place and not knowing you're in the right place. And if you're in the right place and you don't know you're in the right place, the danger is you'll end up somewhere else. Does that make sense? Right. Tell the right. I would, oh, sorry, go ahead. The only thing I would add, just real briefly to that. you want the tithe from that money? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that's what Ed makes at Lifeway. I think, uh, I think he's, yeah. Just by the way, what my wife did say, maybe you could do the job for two weeks, pay off the mortgage, and then retire. And um, I said, I don't think they'll be giving me the money in a paper bag at the end of every day. I don't think it works that way. So, you know, there were some temptations. I, 